listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast. What's up, everyone? It's your host, Chris Vogel, and welcome to another edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast presented by Boot Crew Media and Level Water. Level Water is a New Orleans-based alkaline water that goes through 11 stages of purification and is infused with bioavailable minerals such as calcium, magnesium, and potassium to deliver superior taste and hydrations. Try Level Water today by visiting levelwaterco.com BKM and use our latest code BKM15 for 15% off your first order of Level Water. Joining me for this edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast is Saints linebacker, Caden Ellis, and we have a lot to talk about. But before we do that, Caden, how's everything? How's this offseason been treating you? It's been amazing. It's uh, Everything's going well. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, yeah, it's been a great offseason and enjoying some family time and some sun. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I wanted to ask you because it's a weird stage for the offseason. There's a lot of voluntary stuff about to begin with facility and and obviously training camp hasn't fully ramped up and, and there's still some time. But for you, how do you kind of prepare yourself, get your body ready for the season at this point in the year? Obviously, this year is a little different um, with the majority of our team making decision to um, kind of not go into in-person stuff. Uh, things are just a little different. There's not really practices right now. Um, but it's still uh, kind of just a great opportunity. Um, I guess right now you kind of get a um, put in a little extra work or um, do the same as everybody else or do a little less. That will kind of determine how you look uh, come training camp. So it's kind of a cool opportunity to put in a little extra personal work and um, just enjoy some some good family time. Definitely. And, and I spoke to you before the 2020 season. And at that time, I remember you, you know, you had the injury in 2019, you were talking about getting healthy and, and being re-energized and you showed in terms of durability, being able to play throughout the whole season. Uh, what do you think would be that next step for you? Uh, and for Saints fans wondering, you know, for Caden, what's that next step for you to be on the field in terms of making plays on defense? What do you think that part of your game that you need to show throughout training camp? Uh, I think I need to show, you know, coming off the injury, uh, I didn't have one of those stories where, like Adrian Peterson, you know, where they're back there in six months ready to go, basically. You know what I mean? Um, it was a tough rehab process. Um, I'm super thankful for the entire Saints uh, organization for helping me get through it. And, um, I mean, eventually get out on that field and, like you said, stay healthy for the 16 games and, um, I mean, and playoffs. So it was, it was a blessing to be able to do that. Um, but for me to take the next step and, and get out on that defensive field, I think I got to show – um, the twitchiness and athleticism that I showed in my rookie year. Um, I thank God I've, I've had a really awesome um, off season and I'm super thankful for that uh, healthy and getting more explosive and feeling like my old self and even better now. So um, I'm thankful for that. And then, you know, he's got to go in and show um, our linebacks have to be able to make a lot of calls. They have to be able to do a lot of things. I mean, you see DeMario barking out there every game, you know, making calls, making commands and, and moving things around. So you got to show the cerebral aspect of the game. Um, so I'd say it's kind of those two things that through training camp, I'm going to have to show, um, that I need to show, I'm going to show to, to get on that field on defense. Yeah, absolutely. And you talked about DeMario and, and kind of want to talk about the linebacking corp real quick, obviously last season, really good. And it was different too, because you guys acquired Quan Alexander mid season and it kind of changed things. But overall, how do you feel about this current linebacking group with you, DeMario? You have Zach Bond. Now you have rookie Pete Warner. You also have Chase Hansen. How do you feel about that group? Because I don't know if you know this. I know you're not, um, I would say, 
too into social media like other Saints players per se. Uh, you obviously keep a nice low, you know, low profile approach to it. But a lot of Saints fans, just to keep you plugged in with it, they're always panicking about this linebacker group for some reason. So what would your message be to the fans out there that are a little worried and uncertain for what to expect from this position group? Man, it's going to be a, a dominant group. I believe that's in my heart and my soul that we got a lot of young guys that um, the majority of us, besides the the new rooks, have, have gotten to watch Demario for a while. We got to watch Greg and Alex and AJ and Quan and Manti. And, you know, we got to, at least I did, got to watch all those guys. And some of the other guys at worst got to watch Demario, Alex and Craig. Um, so we've gotten to learn a lot from them. Uh, we still have Demario in the room. We have Coach Hodges, who I've been with for my third year now. Um, two years of being the head linebacker coach and um, we got some playmakers in there and I'm really excited for this training camp. I'm excited for us to have preseason games. I'm excited for us to get a go out and, um, you know, kind of show it by our actions and not our words and, and uh, get it going. You know, I've heard a little bit of the linebacker stuff and I, I hear a little bit, you know, someone will send me a little article that's been made or a tweet that's been sent out. Um, but I, I'm excited for our group. I'm excited to meet Pete. I'm excited to um, just get out there and get working with our guys and, and uh, make some plays. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned, you know, being excited to meet Pete. So I want to ask from a, from a player's perspective, if you're sitting there, you see the Saints draft a linebacker. Um, obviously, if you're a fan, you're an analyst, whatever, you're going to talk about the pick in a different way. And, and you're going to be super optimistic for a player who's about to have a new teammate. Do you go watch what this guy's about on YouTube per se? Like what, what is the reaction when something like that happens? Yeah. Like checking out the highlight film. I know I like seeing, uh, you know, kind of what they did in college, how, how they played. Um, and that's not just linebackers. It's all the positions. I like seeing that what some guys have done and um, the plays that they've made and kind of try to get a feel for the type of guy that's coming in. But um, I mean, at the end of the day, when, when you get to know someone in the locker room, they're going to be a lot different than you perceive. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, we've had some really great guys come in and some characters come in, but everybody's a little different than you think, whether it be Kiko, Kwan, Demario, I'm sure the guys will say the same about me, you know, Every act's a little different, and um, it's it's just really fun getting to getting to meet some guys that have been in some similar situations as you, and um, guys that you get to go work with uh, in the way that we do. Definitely, and and I wanted to ask you personally because I think this, especially, uh, I would say for players who are still on their rookie contract and they're learning, obviously year by year. Can you kind of explain to fans how important it is to have, and I guess it would be close to normal, I'm not going to say fully normal, but a close to normal offseason where you mentioned you're going to have preseason games and you're going to be able to go back to work because that was a big component of last year that just got taken away because of COVID. So how amped are you to have those three extra games to just get more reps, learn the system a little bit more and show what you can do? And maybe that leads to playing time, playing time obviously in the regular season. Yeah, it's super important for young guys, um, especially young guys that maybe weren't drafted the highest, and, um, young guys that maybe, um, like Zach, he was a high draft pick, but someone that they're kind of moving positions and someone that needs to be able to show inside linebacker stuff. You know, I was later pick and I had to show inside linebacker stuff. Um, so it's uh, it's it's vital, I think, for young guys to, to be able to go out and especially on an organization like the Saints, if it's maybe an organization that isn't really in a Super Bowl window, isn't really winning a lot, isn't. I mean, everybody says they're aiming for that Super Bowl, but I feel like there's some teams that actually believe it to their core, the Saints being one of them. And we know that, I mean, even this year, we have so much talent on the roster, you can go get it done. So for for you to earn the trust of the vets, for you to earn the trust of the coaches, for you to earn the trust of uh, Mickey and the GM and all the scouts, I think that's, that's vital to have those games because you have to show them that you can do it 
because every rep in the game could be the difference between the one seed or a two seed. Um, it's, it's, it's huge. And um, to be able to, to show that in, through a training camp and especially in preseason games is, is a really cool opportunity. And um, like you said, it's, it's vital. Of course. And you talked about the Super Bowl, I guess, Super Bowl or bust mindset per se. And, and I absolutely agree. The Saints, they've shown it the last four years, have been part of that group. How do you guys do it? And, and I know it's it's kind of a, a loaded question because it's hard to answer. But how do you guys specifically, the Saints, get over the the constant heartbreaker hurdle in the playoffs? Because it's very easy for teams to just say, oh, my God, you know, it, it was tough to get to that point. I don't know if we can do it again. And then time and time again, the Saints continue the year after winning the NFC South and coming back, winning the NFC South again. Look, how special is the bond that you guys have in that locker room or what's the mindset that goes through it? Is it something that Sean Payton tells you? Is it something that you guys just, it's an unspoken thing and you guys have that that resilient mindset? How does that go? You know, it's, I mean, I think it's a trickle effect from the top to the bottom. Um, the leaders in the locker room, coaches, GM, staff, everybody. I think it's just a belief, like like I said, to our core that we're the best and we can go do it. And we don't think anybody can stop us. Only we can stop ourselves. Um, and obviously, like you said, there have been some heartbreaks and just some challenging things that have happened in the postseason. Some I haven't been here for, some I have. Um, but, I mean, you learn from it, you grow from it. Um, DA, the last year uh, after the Minnesota loss and, coming in for that next training camp. I mean, just hearing his first talk, I mean, I'm going to go too in detail, but just to learn from it and to capitalize on it and what are we going to do differently this year? And I really think the guys in the locker room, again, with our leaders starting there and then trickling down, they um, they do a really awesome job of really, really trying to learn from the last year and what happened previously, not just skipping past it, not thinking it was a fluke, but understand that there was something each and every one of us could have done better in that game or in that week of preparation, or in that year, maybe earlier in the year, there's something you could do better to uh, help our team so the next time we get there, we can propel further. And um, I'm excited to get to work with the guys and, and do that again this year. And, and I wanted to ask you about the NFC South as a whole. Obviously, it was a little bit different last year. Tom Brady comes into the division and whatnot. And, and I know they did end up winning the Super Bowl, so it's kind of uh, you know tough to ask this question. But the Saints defense, particularly against the Buccaneers, played really well all three times. And, you know, do you have a different mindset when you play a guy like Tom Brady? Do you feel like, oh, I got to take my game to another level? Or is it kind of just the same as it'd be for every week? You know, I think um, the good answer would be it's the same every week. It doesn't matter who the opponent is and you prepare the same. But I'm not sure you can say that's true. Um, you got a division rival. You got, um, I mean, arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Um, and you get to play him. And that's fun. And that's energizing. And that brings a little extra something in the week. And um it's a new challenge you know they came to our division he did um and picked up a team that I mean has a lot of talent and obviously you're right they won it but we did play them pretty well um and I think in the week of preparation it, it does add a little bit of extra urgency everybody wants to spend another hour everybody wants to do something extra to uh to help us get that win and go out there and, and play the best because it's fun to play the best definitely and keeping it with the Saints theme of playing great players What's it like either watching or going up against a guy like Alvin Kamara? Because I know Saints fans just lose their minds. I mean, this guy had six touchdowns in one game on Christmas Day last year. Like, there are just some things he does that are insane. Do you ever just sit back and be like, I, I, I don't get it. Like, I don't know how this guy does what he does. It's so cool to watch him. I mean, he's like, he, he's so smooth. It's, it's insane. It's really fun um, getting to 
I mean, he doesn't really turn it on like that in practice. Like, like he's still really good in practice, but like when he gets into a game, it's like he's gliding. It's so cool. It's really fun to watch. And I'm super glad he's on my team. Yeah, de- definitely. And I'm sure Saints fans obviously feel the same way. I want to ask you, Caden, as a former seventh round pick, obviously every year it's tough with the draft to be a, a, a lower round pick and then make the roster and then stay on the roster. Obviously something you've been doing. Would you have any advice to a, a day three pick from this, from this year's draft? Even maybe let's say Saints wide receiver, Kwan Baker, who was drafted in the seventh round from South Alabama. What would be your advice to these younger guys who are, you know, trying to compete for a roster spot? And I, I know the odds are stacked against them, but we've seen players like you be able to overcome those odds. What would be your message to guys like that? Just have fun. Enjoy it. Um, Obviously, you you hear all the things of you got to spend extra time in the playbook. You got to spend extra time in meetings, get in the coach's ear. Um, I mean, even annoy him to a sense to to learn and, and to gain the information that you need. Um, you got to go as hard as you can every single day. I mean, you, you hear all that stuff. But um, Demario, it was my first camp. He kind of pulled me aside one time, asked me to hey, Rook, come right home with me because it was that we had a meeting and it was maybe not my best day in practice at training camp, and he could tell I was down and. Um, you know, he's, that's basically what he told me was have fun. Like, you're not going to be perfect. You're not going to be like all the veterans here. You're not going to know everything. I know you want to. I know you want to play perfect, but you're not going to be able to. Um, just go and have fun and be yourself. And that's what I say to people. You know, my brother was a undrafted uh, pick this year. Um, he's with the Vikings, signed a good deal over there, and just finished rookie minicamp. And that's kind of what I've been saying to him is, man, just have fun. Like, enjoy it. It's, it's such a great opportunity. It's such a blessing. You're a beast. You're super talented or else you wouldn't be here. Um, and just enjoy the process. And um, I mean, that's what I would, I told my own brother. That's what I would tell anybody. Just have fun. Okay. So since you mentioned your brother, I have to ask if the Saints play the Vikings in the future, what jerseys are the family members wearing? Are they doing a half and half split? What do you think is going to be <laughs> the go-to there? It better be a half and half split. That's what I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They just root for both of us to do well and whatever the outcome is, you got to be happy with it, I guess. <laughs> yep, definitely. I want to ask you about obviously the, the quarterback change for the saints. That's something that's obviously a big story and, and it, it's over the Drew Brees era is over. And now it's, you know, whether it's Jameis, whether it's Taysom, I'm not going to ask you to tell me who you think is going to be the starting quarterback. Obviously you, that that's not your concern, but being in a locker room with both guys, how do you think the, the change of changing of the guard I'd say would be going from a guy like Brees, who obviously is going to be a hall of famer to, Guys like Taysom and Jameis, who obviously aren't as proven as, let's say, Drew Brees, but they bring a lot of energy, at least on the field, uh, from my perspective. So what do they bring to the locker room, and how would you say is you know your gut feeling on those guys and what they could bring to the table next season? And it's fun. I like, I'm so excited for both of them, and I'm excited for our team. Um, I love Drew, and I'm so thankful for uh, the time I got to watch him work and um, the conversations I had with him. Just such an amazing guy, such an amazing man. Um, super thankful for uh, all he's done for each individual player in the locker room and also for the city of New Orleans. And um, it's, it's been really awesome watching him. Um, but turning the page now, you got Jamison Taysom, who are both just amazing men. Um, I mean, everything I've ever seen of either of them, everything I've talked to them about, um, great family guys, um, great players, great leaders. Um and they don't just do it by their talk, but they do it by their walk, you know. And um, so I'm super excited for this for this year. I'm super excited to get our team together and um, for it to be a little different. I mean, it's crazy. There's we lost some lost some guys, but it's an opportunity for other guys to step up. We uh, have other guys coming in, and 
and we got to watch these two guys get to go out there and uh, compete and, and throw that ball around. And I know they're both amazing quarterbacks and they're both going to be great quarterbacks. And I'm just excited to watch. Definitely. And, and I want to ask you, Caden, I know it's kind of tough and I don't know if you've been asked this before, but going into year three, is there anything from the NFL whether it's on the field, off the field, that you're almost like surprised by, like when you're coming in, you're like, oh, you know, I didn't think it'd be like this. Is there anything that's kind of taken you by surprise throughout it, or is it kind of what you expected? Um, maybe. I'm not sure. I think I'd have to ponder that one a little bit. Uh, you know, there's you hear a lot. Like, obviously, I heard it a little bit extra because my dad had played in the league, um, and I kind of grew up around it. But um, I don't know. I guess at least with the Saints, I've been kind of surprised that how much of a, a brotherhood there is in, in such a business world. Um, Cause that's what you kind of hear about a lot is that it's business is business. You know, my dad was in Detroit, so it's business, it's business. Um, not very many wins going on over there. And, uh, hopefully they will now, you know, they got some saints over there now, so we'll, we'll see what they can do. But um, I, I think I, maybe I've been a little surprised by that. Just how cool the locker room here in New Orleans is, you know, how cool it is you know, the, the wives group that they've got going Bible studies and um, just being able to be immediately plugged in to the, to the team that that's been pretty special. And it was something that I, I don't think I really expected, um, but it's something that I'm super happy about. Definitely. And that's something that a lot of people are talking about, especially, you know, I, I talked to a lot of rookies before they go, you know, they get drafted. And the first thing they say is I'm going to miss, you know, the locker room bonds, but to hear that the saints have something pretty similar is obviously great to hear. I don't know mm -hmm. what your take would be on this, but I can tell you fans obviously aren't super thrilled about it. We're getting 17 games in the regular season this year. That's obviously a bit new. Uh, I, what would your take be on? Do you like having that extra game? What, what's your take on it for now? Because I do know you guys obviously play in such a physical sport and there's a physical toll week in, week, in, week out. Having that extra game, how do you think that might change things and how do you view it? I don't know. You know, kind of gone back and forth on that. It's, I think both sides have some good points. Obviously, bodies holding up and um, diluting the importance of each game. And um, I mean, you have different arguments on each side. And then you got just another game, another opportunity to go play football. Like, that's sweet. But it's not sweet if your shoulder keeps coming out or, so, you know, something random like that. Like, I mean, um, there's definitely pros and cons to it. I, uh, I mean, I hope it works out well. I mean, as a league, we agreed to it. As a players union, we agreed to it. and um it's what's happening i don't know we'll see <laughs> it should be fun it, it will be interesting to see how it goes down for sure and i'm sure saints fans will you know they'll complain about it now but then as the season goes along they'll say i'll take as much football as i can get so i'm sure their opinion will change last year the superdome obviously wasn't filled i know they had partial attendance and whatnot because of covid hopefully at this trajectory you know there's a good chance that they could have close to 100 or even 100 um capacity how excited would you be to play in front of a full crowd again at the Superdome? Oh, let's do it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like, it was, it was still amazing. The fans that we got to play in front of last year and it's still amazing and such a blessing and a gift to just be able to play the game of football and go out and compete against the best. But man, I missed the, the hoot at chant. I missed the, the lights flickering at the beginning. I missed all that. Like, hearing the roar of the crowd and seeing everybody dancing and again the ones that were there were still holding it down for the for the squad but um i'm excited to have the the whole group back the whole family back together because uh that was a miss last year i feel like i ask everyone this but i, I gotta keep it going it's kind of a two-parter one does sean payton have the best shoe game in the locker room and two 
kind of playing off that Sean Payton, you know, charisma he has, who's the best locker room dancer? Because you guys really have some of, some of the best victory celebrations in the league. Oh, um, you know, Coach Payton's always got some shoe game going. <laughs> I remember the draft last year, he had his feet kicked up on the table. And I think he was just doing it to show off the Jays. <laughs> um, so he, he's got a good collection there. Um, you know, Cam and Craig always give him a hard time and say that it's not there. But, I mean, it's pretty good. Um, I'm not a shoe guy, though, so don't come looking at mine. And then, um, oh, man, I don't uh, – Craig was able to throw it down a little bit. You know, in the, the post the celebrations, um, I don't know. You got it. Kind of turns into a mosh pit sometimes, and and everybody's doing something. But uh, Craig's pretty good. I, I like watching Carl Granderson. You know, he does his worm. He he kind of gets a little crazy with it. He's he's a little outside the box, and I like that. Yeah, that that's Carl's a, a kind of under the radar pick. I know a lot of people go with Craig. They go with Demario, but that, that's good to know that Carl could get down too. Uh, you guys obviously. And it's, again, it goes back to the business thing. They'll lose Trey Hendrickson, you know, you'll lose a Sheldon Rankins, but you bring in a lot of talent, whether it's a draft or whether it's free agency as a whole, how do you feel about the entire unit? I know we talked about the linebacking corpse for sure. Um, but how do you feel about this entire defense going into next season? Obviously you guys just at the second half of last season, just turned on a switch and we're one of the five best defenses in football. Do you think that'll carry over to the 2021 season? I do. I do think it'll carry over. Um, again, that's kind of one of the things where, a lot of new faces. Um, it's going to be fun to see in training camp and preseason, you know, see how everybody molds, how everybody gels, uh, who's about what and, and who's really here and there and um, what everybody's going to bring to the table. So um, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to, for the whole squad to get back together and, and to see the, uh, you know, kind of how it's going to unfold. Uh, I'm excited for that, but I know the swagger's there. I know the, the excitement's there. We still got so many amazing players on this defense and guys returning and, uh, we have some young guys that get a step up and some other guys that we brought in. And, um, I mean, I believe it's going to be a great unit again. I know it's going to be a great unit again, and I'm just excited to go out and show it. My last question for you, Caden, just looking at this 2021 season, entering year three, do you, I'm not going to say per se personal goals. I know you're, you're obviously kind of a day-by-day approach guy, but what are you hoping to accomplish in your third season with the Saints? I'm, you know, I'm hoping to accomplish, uh, a lot, I guess. I mean, everybody's got their personal goals set for them. And um, I mean, I guess to start, it'd be to get out there on defense and start making plays. Um, I know it's in my range. I know I can do it. And I'm just excited to go out again in the preseason games, training camp, show it and um, get out there and start dominating and play alongside tomorrow. And these guys that are um, just so passionate and so much fun and just to play with the best. I'm excited for that. And um, I'm excited to go out and show it. Yeah, absolutely. Caden, I appreciate you taking the time to do this interview, man. It's always a pleasure talking with you. And it's always a pleasure to just see where you are year to year and, and what's going on and what your mentality is for this upcoming offseason. So I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thank you, Chris. It's been a lot of fun and, and I enjoyed being on. Yeah, absolutely. And for everyone listening, I just want to thank you guys. Make sure to tune in for another episode of the Straight Up Saints podcast either later this week or next Monday, but that's going to do it for this edition. I hope you guys enjoyed everything that Caden had to say and stay tuned for what could be a nice year three from Caden Ellis. You're listening to the straight up saints podcast.